Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Parsons Podcast. In this episode, I'm reunited with my good friend, Paul Forcioni and Justin Afton. They are the hosts of the Actions and Limits podcast. They are very, very good friends of mine, and I've also been on their podcast, the Actions and Limits podcast. I've also had Paul Forcione on my podcast numerous times, and they're very, very good friends of mine, so please, please, please go and also check out their podcast as well. In this podcast, we talk about mindset, happiness, positivity, motivation, behavior, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity, 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 positivity. Paul and Justin, it's, uh, it's great to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? Yeah, glad to be I- here. I'm doing well. Yeah, we're, no, we're well. I mean, this is kind of a weird thing. You know, Justin and I normally do the Axis Limits podcast. Now we're yeah. on your podcast, uh, you know, just kind of rambling on. So it's going to be fun. I'm sure it'll be a, an interesting dynamic having two guests at the same time, right, Adam? Yeah, yeah. So it's a nice it's a nice change. And, you know, I appreciate you guys coming on because I was on your show last time as well, you know, which I really enjoyed, the Actions and, uh, you know, Limits podcast. And, um, yeah, I just want to kind of start by, like, you know, kind of how, you know, you guys kind of got into this and, you know, how you guys kind of came together and kind of, you know, uh, like formed your podcast. Justin, you want to take that or? Sure. I, um, I, I kind of remember how it went down. I know uh, Paul and I were both separately on our paths being becoming coaches or consultants. I don't I don't think we had really had a conversation about it. But um, I had reached out to Paul when I came across the idea of starting a podcast. I was like, hey, man, I was like, let's do a podcast. And Paul was like, sure. Like he was like, he jumped on it immediately. Um, funny story for us, you know, we, we grew up together, we're cousins, and we laugh about it now. When we were kids, 
we did um we did like little radio shows that no one else listens to but us but like we recorded different radio shows um and then we just play them back and listen and laugh and uh so it, it's funny how things like that come full circle man yeah not sorry Oh yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with what he said. Yeah, we, you know, we're going through our past and um, starting a new business. Uh, you know, both of us, you know, for different reasons, we wanted to start something like this, and uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but not 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 to that that high level of of what each other was doing. And then yeah. you know, when Justin approached me to do the podcast, I'm thinking this is a perfect marketing opportunity, and we'll be able to talk to uh, great people like you, Adam, and. And just, you know, get, get our word across. And, and, and more importantly, I have so much fun doing it. I, I really enjoy it. I, when I'm in the podcast doing it with Justin, I, I, I love talking with people and, you know, being serious when we have to be serious, joking around and, and just having a good time. A lot of great conversations. We, we've had a lot of great conversations, whether it's just me and Paul bouncing off of each other or the amazing guests we've had over the last year and a half. So it's, it's been great yeah no i think it's awesome what you guys do and um it's pretty amazing isn't it how you know that that process of how you kind of like learn new things you know about yourself and about the people you know for having these conversations with them and the kind of opportunities that kind of arise you know from that and you know you're providing value to people through what you're doing as well yeah for sure yeah, most definitely. I mean, that that's that's the name of the game, right? Value. You know, why are you listening to the Action Slimness podcast? I think about that all the time. So, mm. you know, there's times where we want to be informative, but sometimes we want to be entertaining. So, you know, Justin's very, very informative, very informative. And so sometimes I have to take it back a second. What's up? <laughs> So you're saying I'm not entertaining. Are you? <laughs> no, you are, you are entertaining. You definitely are entertaining. <laughs> but when you go when you go down that rabbit hole, sometimes I got to pull you back a little bit. Let, let you know, let, hang on a second, you know, because I get him on a topic, and and boy, man, once that hits, I can see in his eyes he loves the topic, and he goes right at it. And I'm like, okay, well, well, wait a minute, let, let's uh, let's back it up a little bit. Let's take the truck back a bit. <laughs> it is funny, I, I, and I know what I know what Paul's talking about because I've had some some of my friends that listen to the podcast. They and Paul's right. You know, if you get me on a certain topic, you know, no, talking about the science behind communication and emotions or something along those lines. Um, what I've heard from some of my friends is they're like, "What is like?" I'm not quite sure what Justin's talking about. And then Paul will ask a question about it. It's like, "Oh, good." Paul asked a question. To kind of put it in layman's terms, you know, what what is he talking about and kind of breaks it down. So we definitely play off of each other like that. So no, I, I definitely uh, just playing with Paul. But no, I, I, I agree with what he's saying there. But I think we, we have a good flow off of each other, bouncing back and forth on the show. So Yeah, no, I think I think that's great. And I think, you know, and I love that, you know, about you guys as well. And that it's that kind of balance, isn't it? And um, you know, to to have that kind of like serious side you know, when you're talking about something and there's that, that kind of jokey side and that kind of like, uh, that kind of balance, you know, between, between it. Yeah. We want to give you candy with the medicine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> so it doesn't taste as bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And, um, 
would you say like you kind of like learned a lot you know like last year through you know doing the podcast um you know was there any things that you kind of didn't really expect you know happening I mean, the pandemic obviously was something yeah. that that kind of changed things for us. But I mean, you know, we did everything through Zoom anyway. I mean, Justin's in Texas and I'm in California, so we had to do it through uh, Zoom anyway. So that the the format really didn't change at all. Probably the subject matter definitely changed quite a bit. Uh, we probably wouldn't have got the 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 caliber of guests that we got be- if there was not a pandemic because. Mm people's calendars have opened up. So that was a good thing. So, all in all, uh, I think it was a pretty successful uh, season for the Actions Limits podcast. Yeah, I think a lot of the stuff I learned was like through the production of the the show and learning different ways how to to make it better and tweak it along the way. So we kind of just changed some stuff behind the scenes. But yeah, I think as we have gone on, you know, the caliber of guests have gone up. And I think Paul's right that, uh, with people's calendars opening up with a lot of speakers and motivational speakers, you know, that are looking for different avenues to market themselves are going out to these different podcasts. So, yeah, I think we, we had some pretty amazing guests that maybe we wouldn't have had otherwise uh, for the, the pandemic happening. So, yeah, no, that's it. And I think like as well, like, you know, with podcasting, like I think you're like, you learn a lot, don't you, you know, personally about like patience and like process and, um, you know, like timekeeping and, and organizing things. I think that there are some things that I've learned, and that people people don't always see that back end of the, of the editing. They don't see all the the planning and reaching out to people and you know breaking it all down. There's like a lot that goes into it, isn't isn't there? Well, I have to thank Justin because Justin does take care of most of the post production stuff. So um, I have to really thank him for it. There's a lot of stuff that he goes through i don't so you know i he's he's been a master at it and it's gotten better and better graphics and everything he's been doing so awesome job yeah and the other side paul is great at reaching out to different guests so you know especially right now i'm really focused on working on my summit coming up so paul has taken over with getting guests scheduled and reaching out to people so even though i'm dealing with the production side paul has really you know stepped it up with with reaching out to guests so again just kind of you know filling off of each other and 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 covering the bases all the way around yeah no i think think that's really great you know like working together as a team and i think that's that's like essential, isn't it? Um, in this in this kind of game, and you know, in general life, isn't it? Having people you can trust and rely on, uh, you know, to get to get you know the uh, job job done. And um, I think like you mentioned, like your summit as well. Like, do you want to talk more about that? Like, kind of you know what you're kind of organizing and doing. Yeah, so it, it's a summit focused on, you know, helping men develop themselves into the, the best version they can be. Uh, it's based off, you know, the principles of, of my coaching program and focusing on me- mental toughness, emotional fortitude and health awareness. Uh, Paul's actually going to be one of the, the speakers at the summit. I'm excited to have him. Um, we've got man, we've got a lot of great uh, guests. Um, we did move the summit from January into February. It's actually going to be the end of February now. So February 25th, 6th, and 7th. Um, but we've got people like Tony Blauer, uh, Brent Kokel, um, Brad Lee, um, some some of the people we've had on the show before, Eric Partaker and, and um, Perry Moffmer. 
but a, a lot of amazing guests. I'm really excited to to share all that content with, with everybody and and uh, all the amazing conversations that we're going to have. So super excited. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, and I can always, you know, promote that and share that on my, my side of things as well and put it out there for people, you know, to see as well. And sure. um, I think it's like you said, those topics are really important, aren't they? And I think like, you know, general like mental health, you know, especially now with kind of everything happening, it's quite a big, quite a big thing. I think it's, you know, very, very much shone a light on it because, you know, everyone's kind of in this together. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I agree with that. You know, a lot of a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. People with uh, whether it's you know depression or anxiety with the COVID stuff. But I know uh, I know Paul deals with a lot of that with his clients as well, and and you know being that motivation for them and and being that that positive source. So I think both of it, both of us are working on it in in our own uh, different ways. So it's been great. Yeah, yeah. No, I to- I totally agree, and. Like I think as well, um, we saw because uh, uh, was it Paul mentioned earlier, like uh, you know goals for this year. Um, if you guys kind of like, do you kind of like make resolutions or goals in the new year? Like, can we, you know, do you think that you have to make goals, you know, for uh, the new year ahead? Like, what you know, what's your thoughts on that? You know, as like a person. It's funny. We did a whole episode talking about just that yeah. very topic. So, uh, but. I think it's always important to to have goals. I think it's it's great, uh, but you know I don't think that you always have to wait till uh, you know January first to do it. For instance, if you have something you want to do in October, don't wait till January first. Start it now. Don't put that pressure on yourself. I think a lot of people put so much pressure on themselves. January first, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds and I'm going to do it by March. And if I don't do it, you know, life is over. You know. It just doesn't work that way. I think that you have to give yourself some self-love with it and have some short-term goals. If you want to lose 100 pounds, that's fine. Great. Do it. But let's let's start by having a short-term goal, by saying, okay, in a a week, I want to lose five pounds. Oh, I lost the five pounds. Pat myself on the back. Okay, let's move it forward. I I think that that's extremely important because – Justin says by February 8th, most people give up their, their uh, New Year's resolution. I said Valentine's Day. I was a little off, but he had to correct me and say February 8th. So <laughs> February 8th is when they, they stop. It was, it, was a, it was a study I read. They, they talked about the, the majority of people do give up on their goals by, by early February. But it's, it's interesting how, how people use you know, January 1st as like the marker to, to start something new or to get back in the shape, start today. What, what are you waiting for? And then the issue comes. So February 8th comes Valentine's day, whatever, whatever day that is that you give up on your new year's resolution, you go, ah, I'll, I'm going to, I messed up. I'll start in 2022. Well, hell you got 10 more months to go. What, why are you quitting with 10 months to go? So you had a bad day. You had a bad week. That doesn't mean give up on your goal of being healthier or starting a business or, or whatever that is. Why, why is January 1st a marker? I think it's ridiculous. And for people out there that are using that as a marker, it's like, get it out of your head. So you had a bad day. You had a bad week. Start today. Fix it today. Get back in the saddle. And uh, as the Aerosmith song goes, but uh, it's, it's, just, or just Gene Autry. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think like there is that element of kind of like, I think pressure because I think other people think, oh, well, that person's setting goals. I need to do it as well. And then, you know, you this kind of, kind of pressure on ourselves. And I think that's something that I've been kind of working with myself as well. Like I've written down lots of tasks and things that I need to do. And then it's like, if I don't get them done, then I feel bad. And it's like, and then I can kind of domino into the next day. I'm like, oh, I've done that, that goal yet. No, oh, you know that. And I think like you said, it's okay if you don't get certain things done. There shouldn't be, like you said, this kind of time frame that, you probably have to have it done by you. Like you said, just, just kind of just do it kind of thing. Well, and you brought up too the, the comparing yourself to other people, you know, whether it's their goals or someone else is setting goals. Oh, so I need to do the same thing. Who cares what someone else is doing? Do you want to set a goal? Is that something that's important to you? If so, do it. If not, forget about it. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is you yesterday, you last mm -hmm. year. Are you doing better than you were before? why are you comparing yourself to somebody else? It, it, it doesn't help in any aspect. I was going to say the same exact thing that Justin just said. He just stole my, my, my whole thing. <laughs> How many times have we had this conversation, Paul? We've gone back and forth. Like, like Paul and I share each other's words. We finish each other's you know, sentences on, on a regular basis. We've been, the, we've been the only thing I would add, the only kind of analogy I would add to what Justin just eloquently just said is you don't know that other people person's starting line and you do not know their finishing line because it's different from you so don't pay attention to that go after what you want to go after and you know and reach out to that other person maybe that person is at a level where you want to be a lot of times they'll be flattered that you, you you're asking for help you know mm. i think it's the worst thing you could do is be jealous and, and and kind of shut that person out don't do that embrace that embrace the fact that they're successful in what you want to go after and, and maybe pick their brain with it because I, let me tell you something when some somebody does that for me i feel so good i'm like wow you you really think that i'm i'm at it's a cough it's a cough yeah yeah we lost them for a second there sorry we uh cut off next to the internet but what, what was you saying paul sorry uh, I don't know where I left off at. I was I was going off. I was, it was it was epic. It was epic. I'm sure, I'm sure it was an epic. We missed out on it, Paul. We missed out on those nuggets of knowledge. You, yeah, you was talking okay. about you know setting goals. I think and yeah, you were talking about setting goals and you know like doing it for yourself and not comparing yourself. I think. Yeah. Exactly. So you know. Like, like we talked about, you know, Justin just took the words out of my mouth. He eloquently said what I normally would say. But when you look at somebody else, you don't know where their starting line is and you don't know what their finishing line is. Uh, so why, why compare them to, to you, you know, because you just don't know where their race is doing. And, and if they are, you know, successful and you want to get to that level, don't be jealous at it. Ask them for, ask them for help. Because a lot of times they're going to feel good about that. Like when people ask me for help, going, hey, you did that really well. Can you help me? And I feel good about it. And I'd, I'd be glad mm -hmm. to give back. The worst thing you could do is be jealous of that other person and shut them off because they could be a, a, a tool, a resource for you to get to the level where you want to go. So, mm -hmm. it, you know, again, it's about competing with yourself. Like Justin said, well, competing how good you were yesterday, be better today, you know, and just constantly mm -hmm. move that 
that needle forward. I think that that's get, that gives you that barometer, a true barometer on what you want to do. And a lot of times when I wake up in the morning, I, I say to myself, what do I want to do to be productive today? What is it? Do I have a podcast I need to do? How do I need to market my business? How do I need to help myself, you know, physically with going to the gym, mentally, maybe do some meditation? What can I do for myself too? Yeah, I like that. In And I like that you brought up asking other people that are more successful than you. It, from what I found from, from working on this summit and talking to people that are, are out there killing it and have been doing it for years, they are so open to helping out or giving information. Like, oh, I've had some really great conversations with some people sharing some insight on, on their business and how they were successful and, and what they did behind the scenes to get to where they're at now. And so don't be scared. I, I like that you brought that up, Paul. Don't be scared to ask these people that you look up to or that they are out there in a similar field out there kicking butt don't be afraid to ask them. They want to share that information. That's why they became coaches. That's why they became consultants. Yes, they're getting paid the big bucks out there, but you know, if they can share some knowledge, you know, I, I've found that, that they're more than willing to do that. Yeah. I think, I think they're really great points. And I think like you said, you know, like um, it's kind of abundance, isn't it? I think you know, what you give out comes back to you and you know, if you're giving advice, that's going to, you know, come back to you then kind of need advice and that support. And I think like a lot of the times people are scared to ask or they don't, I mean, I used to do, I used to, before I did podcasts, you know, before I even did a podcast, I was worried about what people are going to think. And then I remember like, you know, reaching out to people, you know, worrying about probably being rejected, I think. And sure. I, you know, that, that is okay. Normal. Yeah, and I think like it's okay if you do get rejected. It's kind of like part of the process. It happens, but I think like you said, ultimately people, you know, kind of especially now with the pandemic, people. I think it's important, like you know, people are honest with themselves because you know everyone's feeling something, and somebody could talk to somebody, and that other person they speak to might be feeling the same as them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, for Justin and I, uh, you know, as far as our podcast is concerned, I don't know if we really thought about like, oh, what if people don't listen? I, I don't think that was any, I don't know if that really resonated with us. I mean, obviously, we want to grow our audience. I mean, that definitely was top of mind. But I, I didn't think about like, oh, what if people don't like us? I think is, is I, I thought that I don't know. I, I guess I didn't. I didn't worry about that. I just. I don't know if you did or not. But I, I, no, and because I, I think back to like reaching out to guests. Because because for a while it was just you and I, and then we mm -hmm. you know had a few guests, and then we had more. We got introduced to more people. Um, I, I don't think I ever had an issue reaching out to somebody, being like, "Hey, come on, my podcast." And in it that carried over into the summit, like asking some some big name people to be part of it it's a normal thing to fear that rejection. We all do it. It's human nature to, to fear that because we don't want to feel that negative emotion of, of, you know, disappointment and letdown because in our, in our minds, we build it up. Oh man, if I got this person on the podcast, if I got them on the show, that'd be great. And then they say no. And it's like, ah, oh, man, that sucks. We could have had them on there, but oh, well, move on, carry on. You can't control that. Right. And just, move on to the next person and just do what you were going to do anyway. 
Yeah, the only person I felt semi nervous to ask was Daryl Davis, but even then it wasn't like it wasn't that it wasn't that hard. I mean, I, no. I mean, I was doing it through an email. I didn't. I mean, obviously, if I got his phone number, I would have called him. I definitely would have called him over email, but I only had his email, so so that email it, and I said, you know, what the heck? I mean, the worst he could say is no, right? And, yeah, yeah. And we got him on. He and he and he at the end of the podcast, he said, I'd love to come back on. I know maybe he was blowing smoke, but you know, I, I, I thought that was a win there, right? And we were only supposed to have him for 45 minutes. He was there for an hour and a half. Yeah, we did have it was wow. a great conversation. We talked for a long time, but I, I think Paul has an upper hand here. You know, Paul was in sales for a long time. So Paul Paul likes hearing no. Like it, it, <laughs> I don't know if I like hearing <laughs> But think about it. You know, you understand yeah. it, it's a numbers game. Yeah. And most mm. people that have never been in sales don't get that. It's like, hey, mm. if, if once I get to the to the ninth no, hell, that next one's gonna be a yes. So that's a completely different mindset to approach things with. So I think Paul has an advantage for most people with that aspect. Um, so there is some you know, mentality behind it and a mindset um, to not being afraid of the word no. I, I think as well, like it builds up resilience in you as a person over time. If you do kind of the more no's you get or, you know, like it, I, I've applied for, for a lot of jobs and I remember like, 85% of the jobs I just didn't get. And sometimes I would have to drive a long way to go for an interview or buy a suit. I remember one job I went for for an estate agent, like a, you guys, what do you guys call it? Um, people that sell houses, that kind of thing. Oh, real estate agent? Real estate, and I had to buy a suit. I thought I bought a full three-piece suit and I had four interviews. I didn't, I didn't get it. And... I remember feeling like absolute crap, but I think that if that happens over time, if you get another no, it doesn't doesn't have that same effect, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But I don't know if you guys have seen that film, that film based on the call center. Um, it's like a comedy. It's called Sorry to Bother You, I think it is. Mm -mm. But, you but you think of people in call centers and they're getting no's all the time. And yeah. yeah. I worked at a call center. I know all about that, man. It's, like Justin said, it's, it's it's a number game. But going back to what you're you were saying, it's putting yourself in uncomfortable situations so you're comfortable about it. I, you know, I preach that all the mm. time. I know Justin does too. Is the more times you push yourself, the less nervous you're going to be because this is this is old hat for you. This is what you normally do. You have you have a situation you've never done before. You have a little bit of that tickle in the belly, and you just push through it. And then on the other side of it, whether it's a, you know what, whether it's a yes or no or whatever you're doing, but you face your fears afterwards, I feel so good about myself. I don't know about you guys, but once mm -hmm. I face my fears on something that I'm like, oh, I was a little nervous about and I, and I, and I jump off the diving board, so to speak, and whether, whether it was successful or not, I still feel good. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree with that. It's, it's coming out the other side, regardless of what the result is, just, conquering that little fear in yourself gives you a little bit of a boost. One thing I'll, I'll add in there is that yes, when, when you're prepared for the no, when you, when you have mentally prepared yourself for the, the fear of failure, it lessens, mm -hmm. but it never goes away. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what you're doing out there, there's always that underlying emotion that comes up. I, mm -hmm. I, I talk about this when, because Paul and I like to go karaoke, you know, when, when we're together, we'll go out there and, and sing. And I, I've done it for years. I like it. I, you know, I'm not half bad. I've never been booed off the stage. But the funny thing is, is like that whenever I get up there to sing that first song, 
I still feel that nervous energy. And I'm like, oh man, like, how am I do? Like, maybe I should just stay in my seat and not sing. It that still comes up, but I still conquer my fear every time. So, so that's the message for people that are out there waiting for that feeling to go away. It's mm. never going to go away. Mm. It'll just lessen over time or you learn how to cope with it better. So you mm. can face your fear and do the things that you want to do, whether it's something mm. simple as doing karaoke, asking a girl on a date, starting a mm. business, whatever aspect that is, don't wait for that feeling to go away. Cause those emotions are going to come up regardless of whether you want them to or not. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that that's a really good point as well. And it's kind of like you said, it's how you kind of use that, isn't it? Sometimes. And it's like sometimes I've done podcasts and I feel nervous. And even though I've done a lot of them, I'll have certain guests on sometimes. And I start, you know, I start to feel like I'm going on a roller coaster, but I'm not going on a, you know, and once I'm, I'm overthinking it, but once I'm doing it, I kind of use that energy, you know, to, it's kind of, you kind of good in some way, you know, if you can then use that energy to then, drive the show if that makes sense use it to excite take the yeah. that nervousness to excitement that's that's the important thing and i and i i want to echo what justin said that's totally true i do mm. a lot of podcasts outside of the actions and limits just to market my business and what have you and not, i'm not saying all of them but there's some podcasts before i get on uh, you know i check out their their content and like oh man this is a pretty big podcast you know i get a little you're a little nervy in there. And then, you know, once, once we get into the, the, the throes of it, then I'm like, okay, it's on baby, let's go. And I think that's, it goes back to the point where Justin was making is, you know, he's still nervous about doing the karaoke, but when he starts hitting that first note for Neil Diamond, now it's go time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. And I think it's important, you know, as a person, isn't it, you know, to be honest with yourself and kind of what you're feeling um, and to, to accept it. Because I think, I mean, when I had, had anxiety in the past, I would fight those emotions and it would just magnify it, um, you know, and, yeah. you know, how you deal with it and just accept it is, is important. I've spoken to people who've done like public speaking and they've gone on stage and they've been really nervous and they've said to the crowd, look, I'm actually feeling a bit nervous today. And it kind of, you know, allows that, those people to, to understand, you know, that, that point of view. Um, I was going to ask something as well. Like, do you know how like, I was talking about, you know, kind of being a person in mindset and recognizing um, things in ourselves, you know, why, I mean, it kind of makes me wonder like why people sometimes don't do that. If that makes sense, why some people don't kind of think about what they want to do in their life or their goals or kind of what's coming up for them. If that makes sense. Does that mean? Well, the comfort zone is comfortable for a reason, right? You're comfortable there, right? I think that mm -hmm. that's the point right there. We just feel good about, you know, let's just stay in our bubble and just keep moving forward in, in our bubble and, and not push ourselves. And I think that's that's the point. I think that you're going to feel, I hate to use this word, but you're going to feel a little bit of pain getting out of that mm -hmm. comfort zone, whether it be, you know, a nervous feeling or or, you know, you when you're working out or whatever that, that uncomfortableness is to you, you're going to feel something that's not going to be comfortable. And mm. I think that's the point. I think a lot of people don't want to get out of that, that zone because they've been in it so long. Why, why, why leave? It's so comfortable. Yeah. 
I've heard an, an interesting you know, take on this recently. You said in every decision we make, we choose either comfort or combat. So w- whether it's getting out of bed in the morning, comfort, do I just want to like roll over and grab my pillow and, and hit the snooze alarm? Or am I going to put my feet on the ground and, and go to the gym? And going along with that, the, the idea is that there's, there's no such thing as stasis. There's no such thing as a decision that will keep you the same. So you are either always improving with the choices you make or always on a decline. Because if you choose not to go to the gym today, you declined a little. You know, if you choose to go to the gym five days in a row, five days, you, you incline. So it's every decision we make is based on comfort or combat. Are we going to go to war with our, you know, comfort zone and say, hey, let's do something good. Let's, let's, let's work on something, whether we're going to you know, work on the business, you know, work out, eat better. So I think it's an interesting idea to think, because people think, oh, if I don't go to the gym, I'm just staying the same. Technically, no, you're actually declining for the day. So there is no such thing as, as flatlining throughout the day. You're either improving or slowly on a decline. So I, I thought that was an interesting way to think about all of the decisions we make. What about a nap? Is a nap improving you or not? <laughs> you know, I, I think that would depend on the context, right? If you, if you had a, a really tough day and you know that you have some more stuff coming up later in the day, a mm. nap can help make you more productive. But also, mm. if you've done nothing all day long and you're like, I'm, all, I'm already run down, should I go to the gym or should I take a nap? Mm. I think in that moment, a nap would be you know, on the decline because really, go out and move your body. <laughs> So it's all based on the context, right? Yeah, no, I think they're really good topics and points. And I mean, I used to work with like Spanish people and they would have like a siesta, you know, uh, they'd work for a couple of hours and have a break. And I'd be like, I, I just can't do it. Like, I'd super yeah. yeah. And um, they'd be cooking at like eight or nine o'clock in the evening and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's, you know, different uh, culture, but... But yeah, I, th- I think I think it's important, like you said, to uh, is that the kind of like you said that combat or that like comfort. And I mean, I I, I looked at um, is it an article or video, and they were saying like you know your subconscious mind is like programmed in like the first is it five or six years of your life or something like that. So do, do you think? I mean, do you think like a lot of people the way people behave is down to you know their surroundings? Do you think? I think it depends, you know, because the whole nature versus nurture, there's always that, that conversation. And um, I, I, I can only tell by the look on Paul's face that, you know, if you get me down this rabbit hole, I'm going to really <laughs> talk for a while on this. But it, it, there's, there's always that, that conversation about which one comes first, right? So it, it is true that, you know, there is a lot of stuff, you know, our, our values and beliefs are established when we're younger. And that's what makes them so hard to change when you're an adult. If you're already set in your ways, it's very, very difficult to change that. And, and that's why it's so important. I know Paul and I have talked about this before. As parents, it's so important to help your kids develop healthy skills. And, and I talk about this you know, every chance I get. All of these skills that I have, especially with emotional intelligence and communication, I pass on to my daughter. Like I'm training her to be a badass when she grows up because she's going to have tools that, that we never had as kids. You know, it, it, I didn't develop some of these tools till I was in my thirties. 
And it's like, I wish I had this stuff when I was younger. It's not being taught in schools. Our parents aren't teaching it to us. So it, it's definitely the parent's job to make sure that your kids are, are well equipped with, with a lot of these tools. You know, I like to add to that is, uh, you know, I had a client talk about things that happened to her in kindergarten. So most definitely things that happen to you as, as a young a boy or a girl, you remember it into adulthood. So you're into your point, Adam, it's very important that we, that we nurture that, that, that time, because that's really when, you know, these kids are sponges and picking up on a lot of other stuff. But I want to add to that though, is, is, you know, just because you had a hard childhood that does not have to define their whole life. You can change it. I know it's not easy, but you can do it. Um, and, and I think that's the powerful thing of it all is, is yes, you know, I was dealt a bad hand in childhood, but I don't want to have that going forward. And I don't want to have my kids go through that too, breaking that cycle. So that's extremely important to remember as well. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you both. I think they're really both great points. And I think, like you said, it's important, you know, to bring up your, you know, your child the, the best way possible. And like you said, to have that choice to say to yourself, you know, I want this to change and, and, and you know, to make those, you know, actions to change, you know, whatever we probably went through and things like that. Um, I've got a question as well. I've never asked this anybody on my podcast before, but I, I thought of it today. I'm nervous now. Uh, no, it's nothing, 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 um, it's nothing bad. Um, I, I was thinking, uh, if you could sit around a table and have lunch with somebody, like, uh, with people, and it's three people, who would you pick if it could be anybody? You know, to have a I conversation. I want to hear Paul's uh, answer. Are, are they dead or alive? <laughs> um, they have to be alive. Okay, so number so uh, the first person I would say, and uh, Adam, I don't know how much you know about this person. Uh, it's, it's baseball. Uh, ben Scully, uh, announcer for seventy years. The guy has a lot of great information. You know his light. You know just his poetry when he talks, and not even mm -hmm. I wouldn't even talk baseball with him. I talk about life and just different things that he's dealt with. I mean. The guy, yeah. the guy uh, was announced when, when Jackie Robinson was, was around. So a lot of information that he could give to me. That would be number one. Um, gosh, uh, let's go with um, three people. Jeepers. Normally it's just well, one. Could, I got that. Well, I could, I could, I could one or two. <laughs> uh, uh, um, let, me, let, me, let me try to think of one more that I would really want to have a conversation with. Uh, yeah, do, do two. That's fine. Yeah, I would say uh, I would say probably, and I, I'm sure you're gonna you would go the, down the same road here, Adam. I, I think I would like to have a conversation with uh, somebody like Gary V. To be honest with you, I, I think that uh, he yeah. has a great perspective on, on on life and and about patience. I mean, he really is is really helped me on that aspect of things is patience because I'm not a patient person. I, like Justin said, I come from a sales background, and sales is about results, 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 results. And, you know, life isn't always that, that easy. So, you know, his, his message about patience really, really has paid off for me uh, this year. So I'll go with those two. Yeah, no, that's awesome. What about, what about you, Justin? So I, I, liked, I like Paul's Gary V. Uh, I didn't really think about it. I, I guess I thought about, I, I kind of went a different route with it, thinking about it. I, 
I think Clint Eastwood would be a really great conversation to mm. have picking his brain. I grew up watching his Westerns and I, I just think he, he would have a lot of interesting things to talk mm. about. Um, another person I thought of was, was Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, that, mm. that's a guy that kind of, you know, came from nothing, just pulled himself up and, you know, set goals for himself and just, just achieved anything he wanted to. He was like, this is what I'm going to accomplish and nothing's going to stop me. So that just, you know, resilience, no matter what people were saying about him, because him coming to America and not being able to speak English at first and having to struggle as an actor with a a very heavy accent, you know, even in his first movies, having to be dubbed over in like Conan in in some of the early years. So just a pure resilience and picking his brain. and then on the lighter side, what kind of came to mind was William Shatner. I think that would be an entertaining conversation to have. Again, someone I, I grew up watching in Star Trek and just how he just seems like, like the same person in, in everything that you saw him in. He just seems so just authentic just kind of like hey this is me this is how it goes. I've actually met him and uh, no comment. Really? Oh. Oh, that's sad. that makes me sad. You know, I, you think from the the personalities that he that he puts out on on his TV shows and movies that he'd be entertaining, but uh, yeah, th- those were the three that came to yeah. mind for me. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. I, I just I'll, I'll say two that just came to my mind. I I was thinking of like Sylvester Stallone. You know, very similar to like you know like on a Schwarzenegger. Like, sure. I, I mean, I'm those sure are you my guys favorite know. movies. Rocky. Yeah. Yeah, and and the like the story that he went through, you know, he said being like he lost his dog, he he got rejected from movie uh, companies, and yeah, yeah, the, the the amount of crap that he had to go through, and you know yeah, what he's he started achieved. as an adult star. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it's 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 crazy, isn't it? You know, like, you know, think what he's been through and what he's done. Um, where he is, and he still looks pretty well. I think he would, you know, from a last saw, he looks after himself. I think. Um, but I, I thought of Kevin Hart as well. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty motivational guy, and people see him. I think. Uh, have you seen him on Joe Rogan at all? Yeah, no, I didn't see that interview. I, I yeah, talked about mindset. Mm. And he talked about his his, his mother. Uh, that 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 all that that made me uh, tear up. So yeah, I mean, if you guys haven't seen that, check that out. Because mm. yeah, because he he talked about like his life and the thing is, people see you know him with lots of money and doing really well now in films, and he like did stand up and he you know he was um, I, don't, I don't know where he about he he practiced his stand up you know in the comedy store I don't know but he you know like people don't see you know where he came from and you know going on stage and yeah I think he's he'd be quite good to chat to. Can't think of anyone else. But, but yeah, no, they're really good people to choose. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and as well, like, what time is it? Are you guys okay for time? Yeah, I just thought um, as well, like, kind of like your, any favorite books that you've read? Like a number of favorite books, if you can pick any. Yeah, Grit by Angela Duckworth is a phenomenal book phenomenal book i don't know if you guys i know i told just about it but i i recommend that book that's just like almost like my bible you know on when things get tough you know just you know 
take up take it by the bootstraps and keep moving forward it it's not always about the it's it's not always about the talent it's about the the uh, the fortitude to keep moving forward um mm-hmm. and i i mean that in, in a lot in life because i i feel like it, it for me my talent is my grit i don't think if you if you ask me to do a task first time i'm probably not going to be i'll probably be one of the last in it but if you give me time to to uh to grow the skill Give me a month or two, then I'll be one of the top. But yeah, starting out, I'm probably not going to be the greatest. But just give me time, and I'll get there. Mm-hmm. I love that. I like that. I like that. A couple came to mind for me. The the one I just got done reading is called The Rise of Superman. Um, I can't remember the author, but I know it's about flow states and just getting yourself into being like the ultra productive. And another one of my favorite books from the last couple of years has been uh, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. He was a hostage mm. negotiator uh, for the FBI. And he, he talks about using those, those tools and techniques in, in every you know, conversation you have, because he talks about how we're in negotiations probably five to seven times a day you know, in different aspects that we don't really think about them as being negotiations, but um, hmm. definitely those tactics are are amazing. And I've been putting them to use since I read the book the first time. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I really appreciate you guys for sharing those books. And I think like, it's important to read, isn't it? I and mean, that's something that I've been learning, you know, recently as well, you know, just getting more into books. And I've been reading a book called The Third Door by Alex, Alex Banyan. And he basically interviewed these successful people, but he kind of noticed that there were like three doors, you know, there's the one you go through, there's a side entrance, and then there's another way of getting around, you know, situations basically, you know, it's kind of sometimes who you know, and it's pretty interesting. But but no, I really appreciate you guys sharing that. And um, I just thought like to round up as well, like where can guys, people find you on uh, social media and your website, your your podcast and everything like that. Go ahead, Paul. Okay. Well, uh, actions limits. You can follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram. You can uh, see our our interviews and episodes on YouTube and any podcast venue possible. For me personally, if you want to talk with me, uh, the easiest way is on my website, a call to action.coach. I have my cell phone on there. So if you want to be old school and give me a call, give me a call. We can talk. Otherwise, you can set up an appointment through my website or enjoy my content on um, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, everything. Yeah, I'll, I'll add to that for the podcast. I, I, I normally do a little bit of the promo stuff, so I made Paul do it this time. He has a little switched up. But uh, <laughs> we, have, we have a segment on our show called Ask Paul Anything. So if you... Uh, send your questions in the actions of the limits at gmail.com you can get your questions featured on the show um so yeah you know actions and limits facebook instagram we're all on the different social media uh, for myself my website is confidenceunchained.com uh, that's the best way to reach out to me or on linkedin facebook under justin atherton or confidence unchained so and uh yeah i'm i'm excited man thank you for having us on here man it's been it's been great you know chatting with you adam again yeah yeah (laughs) with the actions we take and the limits we create yeah (laughs) that's it exactly now it's been been a pleasure having you guys back on and i'm really really grateful you know to to be your friend and to be able to do this really means a lot you know from the bottom of my heart really really appreciate it 
Yeah, let's keep in touch. Yeah, sure thing. You guys have a great, great year and a great, and I, I wish you all the best in the summit as well, um, Justin, and um, you know all, all that you're doing as well, Paul. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, let's say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you was able to take some positive value away from this episode. I'm also on YouTube at The Positivity Podcast. If you would like, share and comment or subscribe, it would really help my channel to grow. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach that helps people to live a more fulfilling life and to achieve their goals. Any questions, any feedback for my podcast, you can email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And any inquiries for life coaching, goal setting or mentoring, please email me also at the same email address, thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes. Take care. Hi, I just thought I'd uh, make this announcement that I'm looking for someone to sponsor my podcast. If you would like to sponsor my podcast, um, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And I'm also looking for, you know, people who want to advertise their content on my podcast as well also. Um, You know, we can talk more about it on a Zoom call or, you know, like a WhatsApp call or something. Um, you know, into the kind of um, deeper side of like, you know, how much it's going to cost and this kind of thing. But I'm looking for people, you know, who have a business or a product or a website or, you know, something that they kind of want to promote. I'm happy to promote that on my podcast and I will do a pre-roll, mid-roll, end-roll. So I'll, you know, talk about what your product is and where people can find it, how much it is and, you know, deals and this kind of thing. So if you have a product or know anyone that has a product that they, you know, want to put out there and they want to gain more traction, please, please, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Um, even if it's an app, you know, you have an app that people are creating, um, a website, a pod, you know, or, or another podcast, uh, please get in touch and let me know and I'll be happy to uh, look into it and promote it on my show. But uh, yeah. You know where to find me at the policy podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.